Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome to this episode of Shoplifting on Rough Trade Radio. Uh, I'm Liv Siddle, and I'm here today with Jared from the Black Lips. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me, Liv. No problem. How are you today? Uh, I couldn't be better. I'm really in a great mood, and I'm happy to be here. Hey, that's great. Is it the last the last leg of your tour today? This is the last night. Going home tomorrow, and got some good friends here. And That's great. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, too. Cool. Well, um, I guess... Uh, uh, you're here to promote your new album, uh, which is Satan's Graffiti or God's Art, which kind of came out actually in May, so a little bit of time ago. Yeah. Um, how's it been, like, touring the album and stuff? Uh, it's been great. Uh, we've gone all over. We were in is went to Israel, Greece, France, uh, uh, Sweden, Finland. Uh, they all liked it. UK. Cool. They all liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they did. Because you guys have been together for like 20 years now, right? Well, nearly. 18? Uh, yeah, almost 20 years. I've been in this band since I was 13. That's crazy. What were you like when you were 13? I was uh, I was kind of a little motherfucker. Like we were, <laughs> I, my mom, I love my mom, but she had to, she put up with a lot. She's a wonderful <laughs> lady. <laughs> I suppose a lot of your fans... I guess over the years kind of consistently stay young, but do you find like more and more like the fans in the crowd are kind of getting a bit older or do you reckon you're still attracting like a younger kind of teenage crowd? It's weird because when we started, when we were teenagers, it was mostly older people that were there Uh, because we were playing bars for over 21s and uh, we had a lot of like old record collectors and garage rock kind of. So actually our crowd started old and then still has been getting consistently younger. I suppose definitely at Reading Festival where you just played. Reading and Leeds, that's probably quite a young crowd. Yeah, they were little babies. <laughs> little tiny babies. But they, weren't act- they were acting like babies, but drug-fueled babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you feel like, the, like, how do you feel about the band now compared to before? Because a band that's gone on for 18 years, I mean, what's this album done that kind of, is, a, is it kind of like a new step? Yeah, because we have a lineup, like me and Cole started the band and we're like, the have always written pretty much the songs and everything and it's hard to keep life in something for that long and I feel like we've added Zoomy on saxophone she's the first female black lip cool and uh you kind of need we needed it to breathe new life into it and uh the album we because we were on the verge of like you know we weren't gonna break up or anything but we were losing steam and then Sean Lennon came in and saved the day and and Saul from Fat White Family and um it, it was something we needed because it was, you know, eight or nine albums in, something like that. Um, but yeah, it re- really uh, resuscitated us. How did you meet Sean Lennon? Uh, when we were recording with uh, our a record with Mark Ronson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean, or Mark called in Sean to play theremin on some songs. Cool. And then we just stayed in touch. And What's he like? He seems like a cool guy. He's one of the most fascinating people I've ever met. He's really? really, really smart and... Uh, can talk to you about almost anything. Cool. Is it true that Yoko only did a bit of a backing vocal on the album as well? Yeah, yeah. She sang on two songs, and she was the last week we were there. She was probably there for a little over a week. Wow. We were there for about a month, but she was in the city. But she came in, and it was 
first day it was really surreal, just like, oh, there's Yoko's just in the studio. <laughs> but then it's, you know, she was, she was also a very fascinating and interesting person. Yeah, I bet. Hanging out with Yoko for a week. It sounds fun. Yeah. Um, so I've got you to pick out some records today. We haven't got long because you're about to go on stage, so I'm going to ask you to go through them. So do you want to pick the first one? Uh, this first one's Alan Vega. He's from Suicide. And uh, I love Suicide because they were such a, they were, back then, anyone can be a weirdo now, but it was a lot harder to be a, a true weirdo back in the day. And they, um, playing along with the punk bands, because they, I mean, they are punk. They're my definition of punk, but they were really out there. But this is, I think it's his first solo album. I love him because I love rockabilly music. And I, it, but he does this like kind of, like disco Elvis kind of thing. And it's really, um, it's just really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And, <laughs> it's the best reason for picking something. He and, died last year, I think. Yeah, he did. That's sad. Is there a track you'd like to play from the album? Oh, yeah. Jukebox Baby. Came from nowhere to St. Francis Street. <laughs> Baby, a plan to be Cadillac came, watch for the heat
was jukebox baby by alan vega great what you got next up next i have this band called the barracudas i don't know a ton about them we actually used to be on the same record label we were on a label called bump records and they thought that power pop was going to be the next thing and i think these guys got kind of big in england but it's just really fun like summer surfing music and i don't even think they can surf i think they're from like boston or something <laughs> like that but they did that trend and they um uh they were they were just they had great songs they should have been they should have been huge how do you tend to find music now do you go to record stores or do you find it online or what i'm kind of, i've kind of found out all the music i want to hear i think <laughs> really there's so much that i still have been meaning to get around to mostly just from like being in the van talking to our friends yeah uh, our drummer is like pretty ins- has an encyclopedic knowledge of stuff. So cool. right now I'm just finding out about stuff from Oakley. He actually just turned. He's been yeah. He's been turning me on to new stuff all the time. He I guess seems really nice. word of mouth. I don't really use the internet very much. That's good. So is there a track from the Barracudas you want to pick? Yeah, this one's his last summer. I like really poppy sounding songs about tragic things, and this is about a surfer dying. And summer's at the end, so I think that's appropriate. Aww. <laughs> Do you want to introduce it like a radio host? Ladies and gentlemen, this is J-Dog on the Rock, and we're going to listen to his last summer from the fantastic Barracudas. You know, I was a surfer once. Yeah, I seen him come and go. But I'll never forget Ricky and the day he caught that last wave home.
the Barracudas with their soon-to-be number one hit, His Last Summer. Stay safe at the beach, ladies and gents. I think you should have your own radio show. <laughs> have you ever considered it? Me and Cole used to have a radio show for a few years cool. on the local university station, which we broke. The, we didn't even go to, not, neither of us went to university. <laughs> Somehow we got around it. <laughs> I think you've got a good voice for radio. It's nice. Oh, thanks. No worries. What you you got too. There? Thanks. Here, here, now this is one of my favorite bands of all time, The Cramps, and this album, Psychedelic Jungle, has my favorite lineup. It's Lux, Ivy, Nick Knox, and Kid Congo Powers. The Cramps I love because they take the best of, like, I love America, but for, like, the weird, like, trash culture of it, and they take all the best, like, trashy and weird elements. And like I said earlier, how it was hard to be a true weirdo back in the day, they're... They were weirdos, but they're covering a lot of songs from weirdos in the 1950s when yeah. you really could not be weird then. You had to be a true freak. Maybe it was easier to be weird because no one else was being weird. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But there, I think there was more rules about it. Like you get stopped by cops probably more and your parents would <laughs> kick you out of the house. Yeah. But they're, they're just fantastic and they've been a huge influence on me. Cool. You going to introduce a track? Yes. I would like to hear... It's hard to read this because they choose they chose a strange font. Oh, I want to hear Green Fuzz. No, <laughs> we're taking that back. Um, Goo Goo Muck, Goo Goo Muck. It's like an old, uh, a weird rockabilly country track from the fifties. They the the great thing about them is they 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 were diehard record collectors, so they dug through mountains and mountains and mountains of stuff 
that probably would have gotten forgotten had they not been such yeah, a, yeah. insane record collectors. It was just gone in the dustbin. That's cool. And uh, they're, they're kind of, in that way, they're kind of like the Smithsonian of rock and roll. The Smithsonian of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, go on, introduce it. Girls, don't get your panties in a twist. We're going to listen to the Goo Goo Muck. sun goes down and the moon comes up I turn into a teenage goo muck Yeah, I cruise through the city and I roam the streets I'm looking for something that is nice to eat You better die when I show up Google Mark by the Cramps. Okay. All right. This Next is the one. last one. Wait. Well, actually, after this, one, I'm going to ask you to play one from your own record. So this is a, this is the second last one. Oh, okay, from our record. Sorry, I forgot to tell you that, but yeah. Okay. So this one first. Oh, this one first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is second last. This is yeah. Subhumans. I figured I should pick a, a UK band since we're in UK. That's nice. And this <laughs> is one of the records that this was like when I first got into punk and like. Seventh grade, I think I listened to this probably nine times a day for a year. <laughs> on what? On a tape? Uh, I had a... No, I had a, it was on CD. Cool. I didn't have a record player then. 
But uh, this one was, I mean, I had I painted it on the back of my leather jacket. Uh, <laughs> nice. I had a mohawk. Have you still got the jacket? God, I wish. I wish I did. <laughs> oh, no. My mom, I got sent away to a camp for bad boys when I was in <laughs> high school. And uh, when I got back, I was gone for about six months. And uh, when I got back, my everything I owned was gone. No. The entire room. They even repaneled all the walls. And No way. <laughs> yeah, that was... must have really fucked you up. If my parents did that, I'd kill them. <laughs> yeah, everything was... Everything. Shit. How was the camp? I had fun. We, uh, we built barns. Um, we had to work in the snow. We, we didn't have heat or anything, so we just chopped down trees for wood stoves. And you had to work every day. It was a work, it was a work camp. Wow. But it, I had fun. God. We got to eat pancakes every morning, and it was better than being in school. I guess if you were hanging out with like 100 bad kids, it must be quite fun. It was fun. I, got, <laughs> I learned all the best jokes there. Kids get hilarious <laughs> when they're, especially all the assholes are all together. <laughs> Do you remember any? Yeah, I still keep in touch with one. I think a lot of them were. Pro- I was like the best behaved one there. Like they were proper, like, like really bad kids. Oh my like god, kids that scared me. Shit. Learned how to fight pretty good there too. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Something good came out of it. Uh, what track do you want to play? I want to listen to my favorite track from Subhumans, and it's called Religious Wars. And uh, this one kicks.
That was Religious Wars by Subhumans. Cool. Now I'm going to ask you to pick a track from the new album to play to everyone. I'm sure a lot of listeners will probably have listened to it already, but that's okay. You can just pick your favorite. Well, my favorite one from the record, I wrote it with Saul from Fat White Family, who's going to be performing it with us tonight. Yeah, he's here tonight. And um, it's called Crystal Night. And we just made a video for it, and it's my favorite song. It kind of made, not anymore because I've heard it so many times, but for the first few months it made me tear up every time I listened to it. It's, it's pretty heartbreaking. So thank you so much, Jared, for coming in. Thanks for having me, And love. next time you're in London, stop by. And yeah, now you can introduce the track from your own album. All right. Uh, everybody, <laughs> I'm trying to, everybody, don't hold your horses. Let them go. It's about to rip with the black lips track. Crystal Knight. Do you remember the snow was falling and I held you in my arms and we kissed? I think it was November.
Trade Radio. Ariel Pink, dedicated to Bobby Jameson. Available in store and online at roughtrade.com. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do, so if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.